shall we look to God's word? <laughs> Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Exodus 2, 1 to 4. Proclamation of your word effective. In Jesus' name, every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Every critical spirit that riseth, we still it in Jesus' name. Let Christ be exalted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Today's message is titled, A Mother's Way. Today's Mother's Day, and the message is titled, A Mother's Way. I, I think I might have to whisper today, but let's see where the whispering takes us. Sometimes the Bible says, some things ought to be whispered. At times, you have to say it loud from the rooftops. Praise God. All right. We thank the Lord for all the mothers in the house, godly mothers. We salute them. We thank the Lord for them. And today we're going to be praying for them as well. But before we start, we want all those who have their mothers here to stand. If you have your mom here, Please stand. All right, there's a lot of people. Good. All right. Now you can turn to your mom wherever she's seated and tell her, look into her eyes. Make sure you don't look into somebody else's eyes. <laughs> look into your mom's eyes. Tell her, I love you, mom. I love you, mom. Amen. Amen. All right, please be seated. Now, if your mom is in India or any other country, maybe in Pakistan or Haiti, whatever it is, or your mom is resting with the Lord, we remember them, we remember their deeds, we remember what they have imparted into you, and we thank the Lord for them. All right? We will be praying for our moms a little later. All right. We want to look at the mother's way. A mother's way. Okay. This is how the words goes. 
I want to draw your attention to verse 2. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. Okay, that's where we will start. Amen. Mothers are very unique. I believe that the mothers are a gift from the Lord. Some gifts have the ability to give gifts. Did you hear what I said? We all receive gifts, but some gifts are made to give gifts, to produce gifts, to exhibit gifts, and mothers are such that continue to give. Amen. They are the channels that God has ordained and prepared, fashioned in such a way that they have the tendency to give. Praise God. And we want to thank all our mothers who give. Give their affection, give their love, give their appreciation, give whatever they can from their lives. We want to thank them for that. We want to concentrate this morning on a mother that the Bible talks about. Her name is Jacobet, and we all know about her. But there are some unique features about her, some sterling qualities about her that the Bible talks that we want to highlight. And it is our prayers that all our mothers and all our would-be mothers would emulate these qualities in their lives so that not only they become giving mothers, but they live, they leave a legacy behind that will bless generations to come. Praise the Lord. See, you can give because of the way that you have been made. But when you are diligent in the calling that God has placed upon your life, what you give will go further than what you can envision. Praise the Lord. God has created mothers in such a way that they give, but in their giving, when they add love to it, when they add affection to it, when they show diligence to it, when they put their hard work into it, what they give, in this world, it is enhanced to such a degree, to such a magnitude that it can touch not only their own generation, it can touch not only their hearts, but it can touch the hearts of generations to come. And it is our prayer this morning that every one of our mothers here would be people who would produce, produce love, produce kindness, produce affection, and live their marks behind in such a way that they will live a legacy that will impart, impact generations to come. Number one, the Bible says they saw, Jacob saw the child that was born to her 
was a goodly child. And one version says, a beautiful child. Praise God. Number one, Jochebed was not just any mother. She was a mother with a vision. She was a mother with a vision. Jochebed and Amadawa. Or Verum Sadar Namadawa Lerno. Or Darshanam or Lamadawerno. Matulo or Kana Takaringal. Kanuan. Praise God. Ulla Kan or Madawerno. Jochebed. Jochebed saw in her child something which was unique and something which was special. The Hebrew word that is used to say godly or goodly is the word tov. Tov means perfect. Tov means beautiful. Tov means, tov means a child with a destiny. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Okay, thank you. That's what I was looking for. Okay. A child with a destiny. Amen. So she saw the child that she had was no ordinary child. She saw that it was a child with a destiny. Now, I want to ask you, all your mothers, all right. Before I ask the mothers, I want to pause and I want you to take your attention to Hebrews. Okay? Turn to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23. Because I don't want the men in the house to think this is all about moms as it is they have their burdens. And today, pastor is going to put more burdens on them. And we're going to lay back, rest, and we're going to say amen to it. 11, 23 onwards. Read. Okay, read it again. Was hid three months by who? I'm not giving credit to them. I'm making sure that they share in your burden. I expected one from there also. <laughs> Praise God. We live in America. There are a lot of deadbeat dads. You know what a deadbeat dad is? Huh? They only, they only are involved in making a child. They are only involved in making a child. They are not involved in rearing a child. Okay? Now, here the Bible says, the writer of Hebrews, led by the Spirit of God, says, they, both of them, were involved. Pause here. Parenting can never be dual parenting. A family has a family that has dual parenting, meaning if their parents, both of them take two different directions. 
Father says do this, mother says do this. Can you imagine this? Going in the house of Amram and Jochebed. The father said, let's hide. The mother said, no, let's not hide. Or the mother says, let's hide. The father says, no, the king's edict is, we got to throw him out. The purpose of God for our children can be fulfilled. They will reach the destiny that God has ordained for them when parents unite in their purpose of raising up the children in the fear of the Lord. Praise the Lord. You have to be united in purpose and you have to be united in action so that our children reach the destiny that God has marked out for them. Praise God. Mothers are special. Mothers are unique. That doesn't mean the father does not have any responsibility. Every home, God who's an author of order, not an author of confusion and chaos, he has ordered how a home should function. When we align ourselves to the order in the scripture as to how a family ought to conduct themselves and we fall under the headship of Jesus and we fall under the headship of the husband, when we fall under the headship of the wife, praise God. In other words, the order that God has placed in the society and in the home. The home is Christ is the head. Husband is the next in command. The wife is next in command. The children are next. The children have to honor and obey their parents. There is blessing in it. Okay. Now, we're going to leave it there. That's for another day. I'm going to come to Ephesians 5 someday to preach. Coming back to this. Jochebed was a mother of vision. Praise the Lord. She saw that the child was beautiful. Child was a child of destiny. Praise the Lord. Let me ask you mothers, let me ask you fathers, when you look at your child, what do you see? What do you see in your son? What do you see in your daughter? Praise the Lord. Do you see God's destiny in them. Praise God. Can you see what God sees in them? Amen. Praise God. Quite often, we are caught up with opinions. What everybody else is saying. What someone else is saying. We are so concerned with what everybody else is saying that we want to order and create the destiny of our children based on opinions. No, it is not based on opinion. When you and I see our children, we have to see in them what God sees. Praise God. Hallelujah. Devam namra pilaril, namra talamrail, kanadada, kanaga, yen noladano, darshanamula, kana yen varnyal. 
Praise God. You have to see what God sees in your children. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't evaluate your children based on what everybody else says. They don't care. Praise God. But you see what God sees in them. Praise God. Hallelujah. What does God see in them? God looks at them and he tells us that they are a treasured possession. Praise God. They are precious to him. Praise God. They are his children. Praise God. They are people with destiny. They have to represent Christ in the next generation. They have to be ambassadors of Christ. They have to be a living epistle for Jesus. Praise God. Yes, if that is what Christ sees in our children, we have to see that in our children. Praise God. Hallelujah. When we see what God sees in our children, our outlook will change. Praise God. Our outlook will change when we see what God sees in our children. Praise God. Amen. If you have not seen what God is seeing in your children, I want you to pray this morning. Lord, help me to see what you see in my child. It is important. I'll tell you why. It is important. When you see what God sees, you are willing to do anything and everything to make them what God wants them to be. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. What made Jochebed and Amram become risk takers? They were not only people who had vision, they were people who were risk takers. We take risk when we put money into stocks and shares. That is good. But at times, we have to take risk for the sake of our posterity. Praise God. Amen. Don't look at, at our settings from today's, today's setting. You have to ask God to enlarge our visions. Enlarge our boundaries. Enlarge our outlook. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not only from the family setting. You have to put yourself in the church setting. You have to put yourself in the community setting. You have to put yourself in the nation setting. You have to put yourself in the mission setting. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you catch that vision, you become people who are willing to take a risk. Amen. 
risk in what sense? Risk in every sense. Amen. We all invest, right? We all invest. We invest and we want to make sure that our posterity will be comfortable. It is good. Do so. Continue to do so. But I want to challenge you. If you catch a vision for your posterity, for your children, you will move from the realm of materialism. You will move from the realm of bank balance. And you would move into a different realm where you are willing to take some risk so that your posterity can impact a nation, can impact a generation. Quite often, we, are, we limit ourselves. We are confined, satisfied, happy, and comfortable because we have not allowed God to extend our horizons. When we allow God to extend our horizon and to see that our children can go further than where we are, what we are, what we have done, you and I will become risk takers willing to take a risk so that the destiny that God has for us and for our posterity will be fulfilled. Ask God, give me a vision of my child. Praise God. Hallelujah. In 1994, New York Times was approached by an elite women's social club. And they requested them to find the names of 12 great mothers in the United States. Twelve great mothers in the United States. After some investigation, the editor called the leader of the social club and informed her that we have found out that the so-called significant great mothers are people who are not known outside their own homes. Oh, they were very angry about this. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, the editor said, let me explain. Let me ask you, who is great? Thomas Alva Edison or his mother? And then to reaffirm what he was saying, this is what he shared. Thomas Edison, when he was going to school, one day he came home with a little note from his teacher. And the teacher had written on this note, your child is so dumb that we don't know what to do with him. The mother took the note, looked at it, and on the note wrote back another thing and sent it back with the kid. This is what she said. You perhaps don't know what to do with my child. You probably think that my child is dumb. Don't worry. I know how to take care of my child and let me deal with my child. She said, I will take care of my child. 
The rest is history. What am I saying? Mothers, you have so much influence on your children that you can rewrite the handwritten verdict of the world upon your sons and upon your daughters. Praise God. Don't let the world dictate what the destiny of your son and your daughter can be. Praise God. Your influence mixed with love, affection, and discipline. Yes, discipline. Sometimes discipline means not sparing the rod. Praise God. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Here at IPA, we promote discipline. Praise God. Endorsed, authorized by what? Endorsed, authorized by? So the next time your mom or your dad spanks you, don't say I will pick up the phone. If they pick up that phone, you will be in bigger trouble. Why, some of you guys pick up the phone? Okay, let's move on. Okay, so Jochebed was a mother of vision. Number two, Jochebed and Amram were people who were risk takers. Praise God. They took risk because they were people of faith. They were people of faith. Where did they get their faith from? Where do we get our faith from? Faith comes by? What did they hear? Which Bible did they read? Huh? of mouth it was transmitted that after 400 years what happened after 400 years God will visit them and take them out of Egypt it was transmitted faithfully can you imagine if one generation was unfaithful, listen to me. Listen to me. If one generation was unfaithful, you and me, we are not accidents. The time and the era that you and I live are ordered and ordained by God. Acts chapter 17, 26. He has decided. 
He has determined the boundaries and the places that you and I live. Me coming to America is not an accident. You coming to America is not an accident. Yes, there is an INS process involved, but it is ordained and ordered by God. Sometimes we forget that. We forget that. If you ask me, how did you come out? My aunt sponsored me. I thank the Lord. My mom always says that God sent my aunt here to bring us here. Yeah, that's right. That's Sister Monica here. Where's Monica? Ask her how she came. Her father was not here. Her mother was not here. Her siblings was not here. You know how she came? Huh? Lottery system. Just speak. You got to give thanks to the Lord. Praise God. It's not accident. The steps of a godly man are ordered by God. God ordered steps are ordained steps. God ordered steps takes us to our destiny. God ordered steps takes us to our destination. We have to make sure that the steps that God has ordered for us, we synchronize our steps with his steps. When we synchronize our steps with his steps, we reach the destiny and the purpose that God has. Don't live casually. Don't live carelessly. Don't look at yourself as unimportant and insignificant. I am special. I am his possession. I am in the plan of God. I am in the purpose of God. I am in the design of God. God has a purpose for me. Praise God. As long as I synchronize my heartbeat with his heartbeat. I synchronized my will with his will. I synchronize my steps with his steps. Praise God. You and I will live a mark on the nations. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Risk takers. How did she take the risk? Number one. They defy the king's edict. How could they defy the king's edict? Because they considered his edict bigger than Pharaoh's edict. What edict? <laughs> Something that was passed on. Word of mouth. And the witness that they had. They saw the child 
and they realized that the child was a child with a destiny. Quite often, we miss it because there is no harmony, no unity, no love, no affection in the home setting between the father and the mother, between the quabbling, the quarreling, the complaining, the murmuring, what God wants to do in and through our children are drowned in it. I want you to rise up on the inside this morning. Rise up on the inside. Praise God. Look at your children. Praise God. And tell yourself, they are born with a great purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mother vision, a mother of faith, a mother who was a risk taker. Now check this out. Come on. Number one, look at this. The courage of this woman. It's a woman of courage. Everybody brought their babies and did what? I don't think anybody threw their babies. They probably just with all respect, with a broken heart. You know what Jochebed did? She envisioned when everybody's child, male child, was being drowned in Nile, she envisioned my baby is not going to be drowning in Nile, my baby will float in Nile. We have to envision that. Praise God. Mm. It's too precious to go along with the current. It is too precious to just simply go with the flow. You and I don't want to be part of the statistics. We want to be different because we are called to be different. Praise God. She envisioned that her child will not drown in Nile, but he will float in Nile. So she did what? She came up with a plan. Praise God. You, we, have to have a unique plan for our posterity. Praise God. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Quite often... We are satisfied with the program. You know why we are satisfied with the program? Why? Because it is easy to go with the program. Oh, Sunday school. Youth. Awana. Outreach. Good. They all are good. They all are good. We want them. They serve their purpose. Praise God. 
But when we understand and see as God sees, we will have a custom cut plan for our posterity. She had one. What did she do? She got a basket. She insulated with pitch and tar. Laid the child in the basket. And let it go in Nile. Jacobet was a mother who understood time. What time? There is a time to hide and there is a time to let go. Praise God. Windows of opportunity are given to us. We can seize that opportunity and do the best. And we see two windows were given to her. The first one, she carried that baby and they hid, it, hid the baby for three months. After three months, they put the baby, let go. Who do you think she was letting go this basket? Where was she placing the basket? Where do you think she was placing the basket? When the natural eye sees the basket was placed in Nile, the spiritual eye sees the basket was placed in the hands of God. Praise God. Where have you placed your basket? I can't give the basket into God's hand if I don't have a relationship with him. When we have a relationship with him, we have his eyesight. When we have his eyesight, we trust him and we give it into his hands. <laughs> Do you know what Nile is infested with? Do you know what Nile is infested with? Do you think for a crock, a basket is a problem? Do you know what is the power of the grip of a crock's jaws? Praise God. She knew there is no crock in Nile, no crock in the universe that can snatch it from his hand. I want every parent to place that basket in his hands. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can't keep him hiding forever. You can't keep the son and the daughter hidden, sheltered forever. What you need to do is you need to place it into his hands. I'm going to conclude here. I will, God willing, we will continue because there is more to say. Praise God. Are we ready to do that?
We are asking for a couple of things, church. Don't just simply listen to this as a message and walk out. This is the Spirit of God talking to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. As the Lord, Lord, give me a vision. Help me to see in my child what you see. Praise God. Where they message gate charangi pogadunda. In the Pagal Kalam, Kartal Nodupare. Kartave in the Talamaril. Ni Kanada Kanuan in the Kanine Pragashipikaname. Praise God. When you are seated there, praise God. I want you to pray. Shoot a prayer from your heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ask the Lord, Lord, help us to be parents who have faith, who have courage. Praise God. And this morning, we, if your child is here or not, Whether your child is success or according to the world, a failure. Whether your child is considered as spiritual or not spiritual. Whether your child is on the stage or is not on the stage. Whether your child is involved in something in the church or not. I want you to place him her into the hands of God. Praise God. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. Praise God. Lift up your eyes to Jesus. Lord, I cannot go after him. I cannot go after her. I don't know everything that they watch. I am not with them 24-7. But Lord, your watching eyes on them. I cannot protect them all time. But this morning, I give my son, my daughter, our children into the powerful, eternal, everlasting, untiring hands of the Almighty God. The eternal God is our refuge. Beneath are the everlasting arms. Can you place him and her into his hands?
If you're a parent, stand up. If you're a parent, stand up. son and your daughter into his hands you stretch forth your hands and tell him Lord they are safer in your hands in the name of Jesus Lord we place into your hands navigate them Direct them, lead them, guide them, protect them, preserve them, sustain them, bless them in the name of Jesus. upon them. May they all be godly mothers. May they continue to influence and impact their posterity. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Please be